Ever thought about running an all-electric lawn care company? Let's talk about that next. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? Hey, so today I have a special guest with me. I am super excited. Local um, local mowing company out of Dallas, Texas, uh, Stephen Galt, the owner of Eco Mow. Hey, Stephen, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm I'm very glad to be here. Great, great. So, Stephen, uh, you know, EcoMo, you know, it kind of, um, I don't know if it kind of tells what you do or not, but if you could just kind of elaborate on what kind of business you're in and, uh, you know, specifically what niche of the lawn care uh, market that you're in. Absolutely. Um, so, we, uh, we've, we've been in business now for about three years here in the Dallas area. Um, Kind of wanted to just go after a specific niche when we uh, rolled out the business. Uh, so we're we're a 100% battery operated and electric lawn care company. Uh, we're focused primarily on uh, zero emission lawn and landscape solutions. Um, we just kind of, you know, we saw there was an opportunity to kind of jump into the same space, but using a different angle. Uh, so... Things were pretty slow when we when we first got going, but uh, just as soon as you know we proved everybody uh, the good work that we do, the the phone started ringing more, and and uh, you know here we are three years later, and and couldn't be happier with where we are right now. Super. So when you first started, you know, uh, you said like you started about three years ago, were you, you know, all electric at that point or were you, you know, doing the, you know, putting out the emission like the rest of us do? Um, and did you, you know, eventually get into the, uh, going full battery? How was that transition? That's, that's, that's a great question. Um, so we did start all, all electric and, um, you know, I had, I had a uh, I had an office job for uh, 20 years prior to starting this business several years back, and um, things kind of got you know sideways a little bit with that job. So I said, you know, I'm I'm just I want to find something different. And so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start by mowing my own lawn, or at least buying a lawnmower, and so my kids can mow the lawn. Mm -hmm. And so we went out to Home Depot at the time and. And bought one of those electric uh, Ego lawnmowers for about 300 bucks. And everybody in the family fell in love with it. You know, everybody couldn't wait to mow the lawn. And uh, kind of thought to myself, yeah, after, after mowing the lawn with that electric mower, I said, you know, I don't know of any battery-powered lawn care companies around here. And maybe I should just go after this. So, so we did. And uh, we jumped on it. Uh, we bought a couple of different units and just kind of the bare bones set up enough to get out there and, and start cutting some grass. And, uh, the, you know, the business has continued to grow from there. But, yeah, to answer your question, uh, we've always been electric and we've always been battery operated. Well, that's pretty cool. So um, going, you know, for our audience that's not familiar with, you know, battery operated lawnmowers and me specifically, I haven't really operated, uh, you know, uh, a mower that's just 
completely battery operated. Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges of that segment of the business. You know, like uh, for for us, it's easy. You know, if the if the mower runs out of gas, we go put some gas in it. But what are some of the challenges with you know having battery operated lawn equipment? There's a great deal of challenges. <laughs> you know, when we first got started, um, not having enough batteries, you know, was was the biggest issue that we were having. Um, I, I thought whenever I had a handful of six batteries that that was going to be enough to accomplish the goal. And just as soon as we started adding some more clients, uh, I didn't have enough batteries. And uh, charging those batteries on location was, you know, that was tricky to do because we didn't know, you know, is it okay to plug our chargers into somebody's house? So we we had to get into uh, the onboard charging side of the business and, uh, you know, how are we going to charge these batteries on the go? How are we going to be able to make sure uh, that we can keep working? And um, that presented that in of itself just presented a, a great deal of challenges uh, on top of that, uh, you know, that first generation of equipment that we started using several years back, it just didn't have the cutting power. So, you know, we, you know, I had to cut the lawn twice sometimes mm. just to just to give it a good clean cut. Uh, so there was certainly some frustration around that. And, you know, we continued to do research and learn about uh, the different mowers and the different horsepower of mowers. And I got hooked up with uh, Jason Jones over at Ego. Uh, he's one of the reps there. And he provided us with a lot of uh, information on the type of equipment that we need to be buying if we're going to be competing, per se, uh, for, you know, business and and obviously to keep it efficient and to make it cost effective as well. Uh, so primarily the tools and the batteries, that's the biggest struggle. As, as we continue to grow, uh, we are... We've got about 175 clients now. Wow. And, um, you know, as we continue to grow, that capacity to be able to charge on the go has has certainly been at the forefront of, of just about everything that we do now. So how did you overcome that challenge? I, I know uh, I've seen uh, some setups in the past where, you know, uh, people run like the trailer and maybe they... Uh, run some solar panels on top of the trailer, and then they got a ton of charging stations within the trailer. Is that is that similar to what you're operating, or are you just you know just bulk bulk number of batteries uh, and uh, just managing everything that way? Great question. Um, we we started with our first solution uh, when we were charging on the go by using these other. Uh, Goal Zero makes this unit, and it's called the Yeti 1000. Most people use it for tailgate parties, for camping trips, things like that. And it provides about four to six charges for some of these five amp, seven and a half amp batteries that we're using. So that provided um, enough of a solution uh, when we got started to uh, just kind of maintain the number of clients that we had. Uh, but of course, um, you know, as, as time went by and we, and we got more clients and we got more efficient and more effective, uh, with our business and, uh, 
you know, went through a lot of training. Uh, we did get into installing solar panels on the vans and the cargo trailers. Uh, the solar panels themselves don't necessarily provide a whole lot of charging power, uh, but each one of our rigs has a uh, it's a 300 amp hour uh, lithium battery on board, uh, which is a rather big battery. It's about 90 pounds. Mm. Uh, so we would overnight charge that unit. And then uh, we've also got uh, 50 amp chargers on board on the vans and on the cargo trailers um, that are connected to the alternator on the vehicle. So when the vehicle's actually running, it's charging the onboard battery. And of course, the solar panels are charging the onboard battery as well. And then we use uh, 2000 watt and 3000 watt uh, inverters connected to those uh, those batteries and into that we've got the our chargers plugged in wow man that sounds like a very sophisticated <laughs> setup it's like it's so so it's not like i'm gonna it's not like i'm gonna just go get a you know uh battery operated mower and i'm off to i'm off into business right because it, <laughs> it, it, i know you know, down here um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we, you know, we deal with like St. Augustine, Bermuda. I know some of those St. Augustine lawns, right? When they get really thick, middle of the summer, you know, um, uh, and you're constantly having to raise your deck, even with, you know, with the uh, regular gas mower, I can just imagine, you know, how much torque you need with uh, an electric, all electric. And uh, walk us through that. I mean, like if I was, you know, if I was picking your brain and I'm, I'm just starting out, I'm a solo operator, let's say I get a couple mowers. How many lawns can I expect to, you know, uh, get through with, you know, one or two or three charges kind of walk us through that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as long as you have enough battery power, you can continue to work as effectively as you normally would in a in a gas power setting, hmm. um, that's I, I say that's within reason as well. Um, you know, to to call a spade a spade, uh, the electric equipment still has a way to go. Uh, you know, it a, a gas gas powered equipment is obviously going to get the job done quicker. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. I, I know that having been in the electric lawn care space now for several years. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is a little bit of sacrifice on the time. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right on raising the deck height uh, at this St. Augustine grass that we have here. It may require two passes in some cases. Mm. Um, we're very fortunate that uh, the new uh, units that we use, uh, we exclusively use uh, Ego Lawn equipment. Um, we're using their commercial grade equipment as well. Uh, they've had a lot of advances in their motor technology uh, with the brushless motors that they have. So they are they're getting closer to where gas powered performance is. Uh, but the, to answer your question initially, um, the only restraint that anyone is going to have as far as getting started and continuing, to work throughout the day and not have downtime is either uh, having enough batteries, of course, or having an onboard uh, charging solution to 
to keep you going the entire day. Very cool. Very cool. So on the, uh, you know, the ego lawn mowers that you're using and, the, uh, are you also using all electric when it comes to the weed eater, the edger, and even, you know, uh, super important, the blower, you know, uh, and I've never, I, I've never actually seen a, one of those blower. Well, you know, the backpack blowers with, uh, all electric. Is that what you guys kind of have is like a backpack blower or is it a handheld or walk us through that? Is it, you know, uh, just tell us a little bit more about the equipment. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so each one of our rigs, so we've got two rigs that are running currently. Each one of those rigs has, uh, two push mowers, um, one to two of the carbon fiber, uh, the ego string trimmers. Uh, we do have some edging tools, obviously, uh, the chainsaws, kind of various items, if you will. But from a maintenance standpoint, um, the two mowers, uh, an edger, uh, we do have uh, several of the, the backpack blowers that Ego has. Um, I prefer the handheld, uh, the 650 CFM unit that uh, Ego currently has out. Um, I've always preferred a handheld blower over a backpack. Just, uh, it seems to be, uh, more easily maneuverable for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got guys that work on the crew that uh, prefer the backpack blower over the handheld. Um, I will say that, uh, in particular, the backpack blowers, the, the 600 CFM backpack blower, uh, could, could use a bit more power. Um, I'm certain that there's, uh, you know, new developments in place. I, I, I've heard rumor and read online that Ego has a 700 or a 725 CFM handheld blower that's coming out here in a few months. Um, the struggle with the blowers in particular is uh, they, they use up the batteries fast, very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um I can imagine. Be, yeah, absolutely. And and in particular, uh, with wet leaves, uh, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be difficult even with the gas-powered machines to move uh, wet leaves around. Uh, so um, the leaf season is, is definitely tricky. You, you want to make sure you've got double the amount of batteries that you think you need <laughs> because it's going to take – all the batteries you have, uh, you know, to push through, but yeah, we are, we are 100% battery. Um, and again, everything that we've been using, um, comes from ego with the exception of, uh, our power washing unit, which is a green works unit. Oh, very cool. So you guys do power washing as well. We do. Yes. Okay, cool. That's a very good added service. Uh, besides power washing and mowing, what other services do you provide to your customers? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're, uh, you do all kinds of maintenance, right? We do, yes. Um, you know, on top of the regular lawn care maintenance, um, we do provide uh, flower bed makeovers, mulching, uh, fertilizing. Oh, okay. Um, you know, a lot of the seasonal annual plantings, uh, I'm a big perennial gardener myself. Um, I'm also uh, very involved with landscape design. Uh, so we've done some, we've done some total, total makeovers, uh, some new landscape installations, 
we share all that on our on our Instagram. So you know, anyone and everyone is welcome to kind of go check out all the all the things we're up to. Very cool. Very cool. So um, going back to the mower real quick, I just had a real uh, quick thought. So uh, you got, you guys have, you know, the walk behind mowers. Do you guys by chance operate uh, any zero turns, sit down zero turns? We do. Yes. We, uh, we just picked one, picked one up um, less than a month ago. Uh, the, the Z6 zero turn, the ego unit, um, it, it holds up to six batteries in it. Wow. It is an absolute beast. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it is, it's a powerhouse. Uh, it's, it's kind of big, so, you know, it, it doesn't get into a lot of backyards, but, uh, you know, we've, we've got, we've got 50 or 60 lawns that are about a third an acre to a half an acre. Uh, so we're definitely able to, um, you know, obviously be more efficient with our time and, and get through some of these lawns a lot quicker than we otherwise would have been able to super unit it uh we've got six 10 amp batteries on board so uh, mm. when that zero turn is loaded up with six batteries uh, we can get close to about three to four acres of uh of cutting in, in one in one uh sitting right as far as the batteries lasting for three to four acres is that right correct wow that's that's yeah. pretty impressive yeah yeah, <laughs> we we uh, you know we, like I said, we're just now starting to kind of work that into our plan and reorganizing our schedule. So the zero turn is is working on specific days. Um, we know that we're going to be going into um, kind of the commercial space as well. We've got a couple commercial properties that we maintain, mm. um, but we are looking at um, you know schools. Uh, city buildings, things nice. of that nature. And we knew that, um, you know, we were going to have to get one of these units at some point. Uh, but obviously, I wanted to make certain that, uh, you know, this is going to be a viable business and, and we're going to be able to make this thing work <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> before before we took that plunge. Uh, but we couldn't be happier. It, it's great. It you know, with, with the schedule that we're running right now, we're not having to charge that thing at all during the day. Mm. It, like I said, it, it's loaded up with six of the big 10 amp batteries that ego has, and it will cut, yeah, it'll cut six or seven, maybe eight lawns, uh, before, uh, before the batteries need to be replaced on it. Wow. That's, that's impressive. So, you know, if, if I was working for your company and you brought that thing on, I'd, I'd be fighting to get on that thing. So how do you, how do you, how do you decide who uses that thing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a great question. Uh, everybody loves it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting though, it, as well, because yeah, we've got, so we've got two full-time guys, including myself, and we've got a couple guys that work with us part-time. Uh, we're bringing on, uh, two more new full-time guys on March 7th with us that'll be running uh, this full-time second crew of ours. Awesome. And, uh, you know, there's there's one guy in particular on the crew who I, who I thought for certain would have been the least likely to either A, have any interest in, in spending his day on the zero turn. And second to that, I thought, man, he's not going to be any good at this thing. He's going to drive it over curbs and hit trees and, you know, whatever. 
And this guy jumped on the unit, and I mean, he's an ace. It's, hmm. it's like he was born to be on the zero turn. So he's kind of become the zero turn guy. And um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I I don't know what else to say. You know, it, until we get another unit, I, I suspect that he'll be spending his days on there. It's got a cup holder in it. You know, oh nice, okay. <laughs> it's Bluetooth. You know, so you got. Um, Come on. It's like he's just driving a he's driving right? a car around. <laughs> that's that's what I'm uh, saying. You know, I'd 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 be fighting to be the guy, you know, making sure yeah. I don't run over curves or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny because I don't have any experience driving a zero turn mower. Mm. And yeah, I know how to drive ATVs and things like that, but I've never driven a zero turn mower in my life. Sure. And I caught on to it pretty quick. And of course I pick up this unit and we have a team meeting so I can show the guys the new piece of equipment and I'm kind of demoing it like here's how you do it here's how you work it and everybody else that got on that mower was so much better at it than I was (laughs) (laughs) I mean so now I'm just uh I'm staying away from it because I'm probably embarrassing myself on it when I compare my my zero turn skills to everybody else on the team but we're 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 so very fortunate and and so glad to have that unit. I'm sure you're not too. I'm not. I'm sure you're not too bad at uh, riding that zero turn. Uh, but I, I I bet whoever is getting the opportunity to ride that though they appreciate uh, you not uh, being confident on that zero turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, great point. Yeah. I, I've been practicing. I, I I mowed my own lawn with it uh, yesterday or Saturday, rather. And, of course, we've got a, a small little you know, quarter-acre lawn. But I I jumped out there with a zero turn. So, uh, you know, give me a few more months. I'll be an ace on that thing just like everybody else. That's pretty cool. I'm sure you will. <laughs> hey, so, you, you know, you've been in business for three years. You said you had, uh, what, 160, 165 accounts. Uh that's pretty impressive, you know, um, and especially for uh, if I'm gathering right, you know, uh, from what we've spoken so far, you really weren't in this industry prior to that. So, I mean, tell us, you know, I get asked a lot, you know, hey, Frank, how do I get more accounts? You know, and I know there's no magic bullet and I tell everybody certain things, uh, you know, about marketing and, you know, the hustle and, you know, uh, doing things, uh throughout, you know, uh, making sure they're doing many different things, but do you have some formula or, you know, can you share with the audience a few tips as to how you were so successful in growing your business so quickly? Yeah, of course. Um, so I have, you know, I'm almost 50 now and I've always been in a sales position. Um, I was a marketer for a physician recruiting company for the longest time. Um, and I've found out that, you know, sales is a, it's a very transitional skill and having always been in marketing and sales and, uh, business development my entire life, I I didn't, you know, as I had mentioned, it's the similarities were, were very much the same in the past I was selling doctors to hospitals. Mm. Today, I'm selling lawn care services to clients. Um, so the process in and of itself is is quite similar. 
Um, I've always had a passion for uh, working outside. I've always enjoyed mowing my own lawn. I've always enjoyed landscape design and gardening. Um, I grew up in a house where kids mowed lawns. That's what we did. And we always did good work or else dad would make us go do it again. Uh, so it, it came quite natural. Uh, and, you know, as I'd mentioned, I, I, I love working outside, um, except for when it's very, very, very cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, it has been in the last week or so, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a little chilly the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we transitioned over to this rather quickly and, um, you know, I, I got, well, let me think here for a second. So Instagram has certainly been a good, a good outlet for us, uh, from a marketing standpoint. Um, I've got some, uh, former background experience in web development, uh, just from some side hustles that I've had over the years. Nice. Uh, I, I ran a, um, a construction remodeling company as a side hustle for a few years. I, I think that all of those experiences over time have certainly helped to contribute to the rapid growth that, that we've experienced. I, I will say that, uh, you know, in this particular industry, as, as with any industry for that matter, uh, communication is key. It really is. Um, I, we pick up 75% of our clients uh, generally are telling us the pitfalls that they had with their previous company. Mm -hmm. And that was they didn't communicate with us. They didn't tell us when they were going to show up or they would show up on different days or they wouldn't show up at all. And having been in sales and marketing and communication my entire life, I saw that as an opportunity as well because I'm a communicator. Mm -hmm. I believe in having goals and, you know, in, and sharing those goals with, with my team, with my family and communication is how we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And we're going to continue this conversation with Steven in the next episode. I hope this information was helpful to you, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.